It's time to save your progress and tune in. Multiple Nerdgasm presents Save File with your hosts, Luke and Hannah. Okay. What's new, Pussycat? Well, someone got a year older. That, that was you. If you Remember? mean I have a, I had a birthday this week, yes. Yes, that's why we're a little late this week, because someone had a birthday. And I had yeah. to play terrible tricks and pretend I got you nothing for your birthday. Don't ever repeat that trick. It was not a good trick. It was, it was not going well for you. <laughs> I made out that I'd forgotten and I left it far too late to get your present. Because you have legitimately forgotten in other years, it came off more as hurtful than anything else so but i didn't forget this year that doesn't mean i my feelings weren't real but it meant you when got, i thought you had but it meant you got more of a happiness when you saw that i didn't forget no it was more sadness because i was like he thought this was an appropriate joke it's the type of joke i like and i'll probably do it again in the future not to me well who else do i buy presents for Matt, Dan, no, Jenna, no, Roy, no, Lucy, no, Liam, no, don't really buy anyone presents, you except got, you and me. You got I, Lucy a trophy. That was work. Yeah. Work paid for that. Yeah. Watson, stop playing with Lego. She loves Lego. You taught her this. <laughs> so, fair bit's been happening this week. I started playing a new game. What's your new game, Luke? The Division 2. Wow, that sounds like an indie title. It is, just for a little studio called Ubisoft. <laughs> yeah. Pretty sure it's Ubisoft. Yeah, it is. Only, only the cool gamer kids would have heard of that yeah, one. <laughs> now, you, from memory, you liked Division, the Division. I enjoyed it, but I also got bored of it very quickly as well. Yeah, you said that Division 2... The story mode was a bit slow to start. Has that picked mm. up a bit? Um, this one seems... I, I'm not enjoying the story I, as much as I did in the first game. The first game, the story was great. So the first game, it starts off that it's the Black Friday sales mm-hmm. and uh, disease has been sort of spread through New York and it's been spread by money. Mm-hmm. And it was... A really interesting story. So you're going through you're going through New York, and it's sort of like you're looking. So you you go through the streets of New York, and you sort of the side missions I found really good, like finding yeah. like audio tapes and things like that, because you could hear how people experience experiences as the world just descended into hell mm-hmm. about how they were like trying to cope with it, how they were trying to hide and escape, and how they, yeah. people survive, and even how people turn to crime and everything. Mm-hmm. This one just doesn't seem to have that. This one's set, I think, nine months after the original game. In time for plague babies to be born. I haven't seen any plague babies. Okay, continue then. And I don't know, I'm just not... So I'm still finding audio tapes, but it's all about how gangs were sort of creating factions and things like this. And it's just, I don't know, it's not really as interesting I'm finding. In saying that, I'm playing it a hell of a lot. Okay, so story is not... The greatest, but the gameplay itself is good. This is one of those new... It's a a looter game. Yeah. So it's one of those ones where the whole idea... You play the story and then you just grind to get better loot and you continue on. Now, it's the same as Anthem. 
Yeah. Exactly the same mechanics as Anthem. What they've done better than Anthem is the fact that the game doesn't grind to a halt every time you finish the mission. Ah. That was my one biggest gripe with Anthem. And I still want to go back and play it. But what I hated was you'd start a mission, you'd go off and do it, you'd finish the mission, and then you'd go back to the hub and the game would just stop completely and you'd sort of wander around in first person then you'd go and start another mission Mm -hmm. with the division you complete a mission and then you walk out of a building and then you're just wherever you are and you can decide you can go back to your base Mm -hmm. you can just walk on to the next mission you can go exploring and that's why i think it's doing better it's just it's got more of that oh just one more mission just one more thing and whereas yeah that's how they get you Anthem doesn't have that. Anthem's the whole thing is you do that mission and then the game stops mm-hmm. and then you have to make a conscious decision to go back and pick which mission you're going to do or which activity and then go back in. And I think that's where Anthem's coming from. In saying that, Division 2 sales aren't the greatest. It's probably because you haven't given it your full blessing. Um, No, actually what I think part of it is is people are getting a bit sick of these games maybe not sick of they're just and this is something I've said the market is a bit saturated and this is something I've been saying will happen for a very long time these are the type of games where a certain type of people will enjoy this game yeah like that will sit there and continually grind and continue to play and they Mm -hmm. will be trying to find that they will find out someone's got this great weapon I want to get that and they'll grind and grind and grind until they get it not everyone likes that gameplay Mm mhm there are so many games like this coming out now that they're competing for the same audience. Mm-hmm. And I think it's starting to finally... Can't segment that market too much. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've, I've warned of this for years, but no one listened to me. Well, now they've got no choice. You've got two podcasts. <laughs> Speaking of all things plague-related, have mm. you heard about the issues with Plague, Inc.? What's wrong with Plague, Inc.? You know the game? Yeah, well, we actually uh, gave away a copy because the developers gave us one. On, on, not on this podcast, on um, Multiple Nergasm. Okay, well, this is slightly older news, but I don't know if you've heard it, so I'll share it anyway. Mm. Um, so, the World Health Organization every year releases like its top 10 potential risks for the spread of diseases. And yep. this year, for the first time, it's actually included vaccine deniers or vaccination delayers was their polite way of putting it okay. in other words anti-vaxxers so um fans of plaguing started a campaign saying we want anti-vaxxers to be put in plaguing okay That's one yeah. of the mechanics yep um the company that makes plaguing said oh you know what you've started a petition get it to ten thousand signatures we'll see next day they had over eleven thousand they went <laughs> yeah all right But where they've actually run into an issue, it's probably not where you think. Do you want to take a guess what the problem is? It's... I don't know. It'd be sort of hard to try and implement that into a game. Like, is anti-vaxxing... Are they taking the uh, sort of a good approach or a bad approach to it? Well, the idea is that anti-vaxxers are a risk factor. They will make diseases spread more quickly because you've got fewer people who are vaccinated. Mm -hmm. But the issue they're having at the moment is just figuring out that mechanic. Mm. Because similar to real-world cases, for example, what's happening at the moment in the Dominican Republic and a few places in America and everything, people are... They're getting measles. We're seeing measles for the first time 
in years. I want but measles. The, you do not. Do not even joke about that. You do not want measles. Get time off work. It's not just a cutesy rash. You can legitimately die or go blind. I'd like the one where I just get a little sick and I can stay home and play games. That isn't a thing. There is no such thing. Measles is bad news. I want to create that disease. No, you don't. You what, really the one where don't. I can just get a little sick enough that I'm contagious and can't go to work, but I can just sit at home and play games. That disease should exist. It is. It's called the rhinovirus. I want that one. It's called, also known as the common cold. Yeah, I go to work with the cold. I know, it's disgusting. But, yeah, play a gink. That's their fun little issue. Um, I can probably see ways that they could probably implement it because that's the thing with you have like different scenarios that you can set up and yeah. one way that they could probably show it is you can have maybe areas where like because it's hard to like a small f- faction doesn't so i can understand why where they're having trouble implementing it but if you have like um in, if you have like particular countries or anything that aren't really good at vaccinating because of economy and things like that maybe you can have show the fact that it's spreading faster there and things like that as a way of... Well, you see, this is the interesting thing. Anti-vaxxing is more common in countries that have an excellent herd immunity because they're relying on those vaccines. Mm. Um, What you're talking about, um, the actual dispersal rate of vaccinations, as some of my friends from third world countries actually said, you know, when the WHO or whatever came in to their local village, they ran. They ran to that van. They got all the vaccines that they could because they didn't know if the truck was going to come back again. Mm. It was a big thing. It was like, oh my God, yes, yes, yes. Let's look after our children. (laughs) I want to go to the van. They can give me vaccines. I'm probably very overdue for a lot of them. Yeah. Tetanus. I need a tetanus shot. Yep. Um, I haven't stood on a nail for a while, so... Noting that I am not a doctor, uh, you should get a tetanus booster every 10 years. MMR also, I think, every 5 or 10 years. I think I'm about 20 years late for any shot. If you cannot remember last time you had a whooping cough vaccine, please, please, please get that done before you meet any friends with a baby. I'm still going to guess it was the 90s. Yeah, let's let's sign you up for a few. (laughs) So you play a lot of Pokemon Go. Well, just the regular amount. No, there's no (laughs) regular amount. You play a lot. I like it. I really do. I like the mechanics. I think it's very cute. And also, I happen to do a bit of walking every day as I go about my business to and from work and things like that. So, it's pretty easy for me to get the steps up. Well, Niantic, who they made Pokemon Go, they're coming yep. out with their new game soon. Mm-hmm. The, it's the Harry Potter version of it. Yes. Wizards Unite. Which I... I think you will see a big influx again that you did yeah. with Pokemon Go, but I don't know if it can topple Pokemon Go because people have committed a lot of time to Pokemon Go, and that's the same this type, the same type of people like who, three years now. Yeah, the same type of people who like Pokemon probably like Harry Potter, and so yeah, you're gonna have very soon. You're gonna have everyone in the streets again, getting run over by cars and breaking into your property to battle stuff. I don't know what you do in the game yet. Yeah, so from what I understand, because I have been following this, um, you're capturing foundables or things from the wizarding world that have made their way into the muggle world, also known as shit that should not be. Um, So you need to capture them and then you do ziggledy-zaggledy one movements on your touchscreen and it does stuff. 
the issue I have with it is it like Pokemon. It makes sense to me that there are multiple Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Of course, you can have a field of Bidoof or whatever. That makes sense. It's a common Pokemon. Look at them all. This one's a bit odd because there are creatures and foundables and random items and things like that you need to look out for. But you also have random wizards show up. And I just think that's weird that you'd have so many wizards. See, the problem I have, and this is something I've said on... You don't understand Harry Potter. The wizards from the Harry Potter universe are cunts. Okay. They can heal diseases. I did not, not realise we were going to that level of swearing on this podcast. <laughs> we are, just in this case. We're going to need to get a language warning at the end of this episode. <laughs> the reason for it is they can heal broken bones and diseases and everything, but they're keeping it to the only the wizards. They can't share that information with the rest of the world, with the muggles. They're letting children die in agony. Yeah, you can't defend it. Wizards are also susceptible to diseases that the muggles are not. And there's a lot of muggle technology and things that haven't crossed over to the wizards as well. For example, there's a notable scene where Mr. Weasley is injured and then he it tries this experimental muggle treatment called stitches because the wound wasn't healing on its own. You cannot blame this on the muggles. This is not the muggles' fault. This just is the saying, wizards' fault. Just saying. If people want to engage in an open dialogue, exactly. they probably could. But I think the wizards need to be the one to take this step. How do we know that the wizard spells and everything would actually work on muggles? Well, why wouldn't they? Well, there must be something fundamentally different about wizards that gives them magic. Creating a bone is creating a bone. I'm going to when Harry had his bones sucked out of his arm and then they just grew them back. They weren't sucked out, but okay. <laughs> no, I just, I think similar, I just think maybe the Harry Potter wizards have the wizarding equivalent of midichlorians or something. The something. blood disease. Yeah, wizard leukemia. Something, <laughs> <laughs> something that makes them a little bit different. <laughs> It's just like, you know how as a redhead you have a naturally higher pain tolerance and anesthesia wears off much faster for you? Just because I'm tough. Yeah, also because you're a redhead. It's a, you know, documented medical fact. Redheads experience anesthesia and pain differently. Because we're more awesome than everyone. Why can't there be other traits? Yeah, no, I just feel that, yeah, the wizards could help muggles. Well, you know, as we found out recently, they were pooping in hallways until recently. Would you want them in your hospital? Who's pooping in hallways? The wizards. J.K. Rowling was all like, oh, yeah, wizards, like the French court, would just poop in a hallway and then disapparate it. And I'm just like, imagine being in the exam hall or something. Yeah. (laughs) Dude next to you does his thing. Separates it away. What the hell? Why, why wouldn't they maybe just like instead of like the hallway where people could see, maybe just like a just like a corner, a closet or something? No, that's crazy talk. Next, you want them to be like a muggle and use sanitation. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of hand washing happening in the Harry Potter universe. <laughs> so something amazing is happening soon. It's your birthday. Well, there is that, but that's not really amazing. 
You're going to stop pooping in hallways. I can't promise that. Okay, what's happening then? The Halo Master Chief collection is coming to PC, <gasps> which is huge. Yes. Like, there, 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 there's been, there hasn't been a Halo game on PC since the early 2000s. Yeah, I actually read a really cute story about how, you know, um, people who were playing this when they were teens and everything, they've now got kids who are the right age to mm-hmm. introduce them to Halo. Are you going to play it wearing your Halo helmet? I was... I no. Luke has a full Master Chief helmet that he insisted on purchasing in America. Insisted. I had to pay over $100 in excess baggage fees to help him get it home. It wasn't and just for the helmet. It was for all the other crap I purchased as well. Yeah, your little R2-D2 suitcase was bulging. <laughs> you need... Other currencies are not play money. Stop buying stuff. Anyway. They're paper. It's play money. It's monopoly money. It is not. Mm. No, when we go to Europe, I'm not giving you one of the travel cards. Anyway. Hopefully my magic ring will work and I'll just pay for everything with my ring. Okay, cool. You can enjoy $15 worth of currency conversion fees every time. No. Yeah. Yeah, would be fine. Yeah, adds up quickly. But yeah, you spent all that time and money to get your Master Chief helmet. Well, actually, I spent all the money to get you your Master Chief helmet here. You never wear it. Well, maybe I will soon. But yes, no, it's finally coming to PC. Well, not finally coming. It's... But... Returning. Okay, so what happened was there was a Reddit post where someone said, I will buy the first 343 employee that comments on this pizza if MCC, Master Chief Collection, for PC gets announced during the special announcement this month. And it was... And everyone started sending them pizza. Hooray! To the point where they've gone, stop sending us pizza. Hooray! We have far too much pizza. Thank you, but stop. Well, that's the kind of thing you could share with neighbouring businesses. Because pizza is nice hot, but it's also great cold, cold. the next morning. Yeah, but... In fact, you prefer it that way. Yeah. Because you're weird. Fans get a little crazy sometimes, and pro- they probably got a lot of pizza. Yes, those completely rational people who totally don't have full-size Master Chief helmets. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the one thing I am really looking forward to is the fact that my favourite game, my favourite Halo game, is finally getting released on PC and Xbox One. Halo Reach. It's the best Halo game. See, I wasn't aware you even liked Halo because you only have two Halo tattoos. Mm. <coughs> Yep, so one of them's an ODST, which is one of my favourite, but Halo Reach is by, by, by far my favourite. And it's been a long time since I've played it, so I'm looking forward to playing it again. I know I could just go back and play it, because I've got the... I own it on the 360, and it's backwards compatible, but no, I want... I want I want new achievements for it, pretty much. You want it on the PC. You want to experience it in a new way. Well, here's the thing. Main... See, what's happening with Microsoft lately is they're doing, like, Play Anywhere, which all their new... All their new first-party games are coming out as, um, like, on the Xbox One and PC. So, but there's only one set of achievements, mm. which sucks. Why? Pick your platform. Well, no, because I, I wouldn't mind playing through once on the Xbox, once on the PC and getting the achievements. Not everyone has your time. But this one they're saying it's not going to be part of the Play Anywhere thing. And it's because the Master Chief Collection officially came out before Play Anywhere was a thing. And it's a bit confusing why 
Microsoft, ah. we know that you love us and listen to us. Please explain. It's I what I think it is is because they've invested so much money in this after the game was initially released, they want to recoup some of that. That's honestly what I think it is. That's reasonable. Like it's reasonable. But yeah, so the great thing is is they're gonna release on the PC, they're gonna release Reach first and they're gonna release each other like in chronological order. And Reach technically is the first Halo game. It's not the first Halo game there was, but it's the first Halo game in the series. Because mm-hmm. Halo Reach is set before the first Halo game. Yep. And you, it's a, about you actually getting Cortana to the Master Chief. It's actually it's a really good game. Yeah. I remember once asking you a question about Halo lore, and your answer went on for some time and then you're like and also there's this cool podcast that explains the backstory and I was like okay no I actually read the books you should read the books they're good books Aww. I have them I'll give them to you are they sci-fi no oh okay not at all no sci-fi <laughs> at all what what genre would you say they are <laughs> uh, do they have midi-chlorians are they wizards where do they poop it's not discussed. That means they poop in the suits. They pee in the suits. They probably poop in the suits as well. The suits aren't easy to get off. Unlike Luke. <laughs> <laughs> We're putting a language warning on this episode anyway. <laughs> so, Google is... Does fi- this mean... Sorry, just mm-hmm. to double check. Mm-hmm. So, if you get teabagged in Halo... Yes. Is it possible they're just pooping? Quite possibly. Okay. Yep. Three, four, three employees, please confirm. All right. We'll get in contact with him. We'll find out if teabagging means poop. We won't send you pizza, but you're welcome to send us pizza or subscribe to our Patreon. Yes. Patreon at Multiple Nergasm. Patreon.com forward slash Multiple Nergasm. One of those combinations will get you there. Yeah. <laughs> go to patreon.com and search multiple nerdgasm. You'll find us. If go you, to multiplenerdgasm.com and go from there. If you subscribe and give us enough dollars, i.e., let's say, like, two a month, Luke might show you his Halo tattoos. Uh, I'm pretty sure they've seen them. If they've been to darenaked.com. Yeah, we should try and get that trending again. <laughs> I don't know if we still have the website. It's we, been a while. I thought we did. It was one of the things we invested our Patreon money in. But anyway. Yeah, I don't control that. I'll leave you. I'll find out right now. Then naked.com. Naked. Uh, I'm going to be really sad if someone else has bought it. <gasps> it's gone. No. Oh, well. If only we had more Patreon sponsors and could afford to keep it up. I don't know how much this stuff costs. Matt handles that. Oh, that's right. I'm upset with Matt, but I'll come for that very soon. I'm going to get there. We're going to talk about Google first, and that'll lead into me being upset with Matt. Okay, Google is doing... (laughs) They're finally getting into the game industry. Well, you've got to make sure these things aren't just, you know, face. Quiet, Google. (laughs) Sorry, Google Home just decided to talk to me. So, they're actually getting into the game streaming service. Okay. So, they've actually announced it at the GDC, Game Developers Conference. They've an- Google came out, and they came out with Google Stadia? Stadia? Stadia. It's their new streaming service. So, it, they're, they're sort of 
touting it as being like you can stream on your phone, your television, your computer. Like, if you have a screen, you can stream on this. Okay, so I... It's like play anywhere, but taken to the next level. Yep, and they're even saying like it doesn't matter about the how good they they tried to find like the oldest computer they could find with the lowest specs and went like this works on it because it's just streaming. So there's no computer computing power or anything you, the computer's using. It's just you it's can, there. You connect to the server, you go. This is it is the future. I don't know how it's going to go for them. People do like to consume their media in different ways, but I think to like a game by its very nature is interactive. So and um, that's where the biggest problem with um, gaming streaming services has been is the fact that it's interactive. Like streaming is fine; you can watch YouTube, you can watch your movies. That, that you don't notice anything. Yeah. But with a game, the lag, lag. You are making inputs that need to go to a server. And then it needs to register that you've made it and send it back. And oh, um, that computer course you're doing this week's bloody marvelous! <laughs> a millisecond, a couple of milliseconds is noticeable. This is true. It makes Luke very sad if our internet's playing up. And this is probably why, with the countries that they've announced this coming to later in the year, Australia is not one of them. Is this why you're mad at Matt? This is why I'm mad at Matt. See, it's not Matt's fault. Matt does not own Google. I know, but Matt, Matt has chosen to get the lowest internet package he can. Yes, which is which he says is fine. Which I understand it is fine. Like it's not a problem. It's great for him. He's <laughs> it's the, great for him. The <laughs> lowest package he can get is. Better than the best package you can get in Australia. Weren't you going to go live with Matt for a year anyway? Yes, 2021. We're, once I'm there, we're upping up, up his internet package. We're going gigabit. What do you mean we? Or him. I'm a guest. <laughs> I don't have to pay for the internet. Oh. <laughs> what? We'll see how that... So, your plan is fly over to go to Star Wars Land in Disney mm-hmm. and then... I fly back to Australia, but you just stay on. Yeah. Okay. I just live in his basement. It's my room. I claim the second he said he had a house with a basement, I called dibs. Isn't it only half finished and open to the elements and wolves could eat you or something? Yeah, it'd be fine. Isn't there like a perfectly good guest room with ensuite? I want the basement. Why? I've always wanted a basement. Why? It's a basement. That's not answering my question. I'm not going to go upstairs either. They should have to throw food down to me. Why can't you get a ramp? Because, I don't know, ramps? Ramp would take up too much room to be able to get upstairs. Ramps are actually quite a difficult thing. They take up a lot of space. Why can't you get a fireman's pole and a ladder? Because that doesn't help me get up. It helps me get down. The ladder does? Yeah, it requires that. I can take the stairs down if I really have to. I just don't want to have to go up. Ever again. And then a ladder is a lot more effort than stairs. I'm really lazy. So you want to live in Matt's basement for a year. I assume get super fat while playing games. I've got... I've got I don't know what's going to happen with my weight. <laughs> well, if you're not going <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> Who knows what will happen with that? I can't say yes or no to that. 
Does the basement even have, like, a bathroom? <laughs> are I you going to so. be a wizard? <laughs> or there's going to be a bucket in a corner and... Oh, a bucket, <laughs> Mr. Fancy. <laughs> well, I don't have a magical wand. Every time I go to Universal Studios, so I go into Ollivander's wizard, wizard, wizard wandy shop thing. They never give me one. Sorry, Ollivander's what now? Wizardy wizard shop. <laughs> Yes, that well-known place. Wizardy wizard shop. <laughs> so, I don't know. We'll, we'll keep an eye on this service. Good, but, like, they're not the only ones. Like, even Microsoft is talking about having its own streaming service soon. Again, it probably won't be coming to Australia anytime soon, but it's also... This is one where you don't necessarily need to be the first mover to get the advantage. Like, Netflix had first mover advantage, but people have become comfortable using Prime and things like that. Well, the thing about it is, is if your internet goes down... Yeah. How do you play... You don't get to play a game. Yes. Like, that's it. There's no playing a game. At least now, like, even with the Xbox, even if I don't have the disc, I can still... Digital... I can not connect to the internet and I can still play the game. Mm Mm-hmm. If connected to the internet, sometimes that comes a bit weird. Still. But yeah, I don't know. But also, they're talking... Teraflops are back again. Everyone loves Teraflops these days. What are Teraflops? Teraflops are the new industry gaming word. Teraflops are good. The more Teraflops you got, the better you are. What is a Teraflop? I don't know. I don't know. I really don't. It's one of those things that everyone... They talk about it, but no one really knows. Is it a... Feature, a technical thing, a type of game. Okay, so here's what they've got here. The um for the new uh, the the CPU is a custom x86 processor running at 2.7 gigahertz with 16 gig RAM and a custom GPU with super speedy HBM2 memory and capable of 10.7 teraflops of power. Okay, so it's a unit of measurement of some kind. Yes. The PlayStation Pro has 4.2 teraflops. The Xbox One X has 6 teraflops. Oh, that is more. So, teraflops. Whee! And they're actually... Uh, well, one of the things they're actually also talking about with the, this Google thing is there, it's, it's you can be able to stream at 1080p and then you can be able to stream at 4K and they're even talking about 8K, which is actually... This is very ambitious on Australia's network. Oh, this is why they're not talking about Australia. So, I'm guessing that South Korea is probably going to have a bit of a look. Okay, so it will launch in the US, Canada and Europe. Okay. Which, their internet is better now, so I'm sure it'll go to... It's going to go to everywhere else in the world before it gets to Australia. I am sure the people in the Democratic Republic, the Democratic Congo Republic, are thrilled. Yeah. Now there's no idea on the price at the moment, and also I, I don't know if it's going to be able to sort of kill Microsoft or Sony. Part of the reason, and the, the reason why I think that is achievements. Mm. I'm so embedded in the Microsoft landscape economy with achievements that. I can't see myself jumping to another platform. It's like me with Pokemon Go. Like, it's just... It's just... I, I can't see it happening, and I don't know if I can. But you never know. It might... When it comes out, it might be really good. The other thing they actually are talking about is they're going to be cross-play as well. Oh, finally. But this is also dependent on the other consoles 
and the other Microsoft and Sony coming to play ball with them as well. The other thing is that they've said, and this I actually believe might be sort of true to some degree, no cheating. That's true. You'd like, be across multiple platforms. How would you mod? Well, that's the thing. Like with it being, you don't actually have the copy. You're just streaming it. Yeah. You can't change what's there. You can get apps that interact with other apps, like Bitmoji buddying up with your Snapchat and things like that. Yeah, but, but yeah, th- that's I'm, not still, sh- I'm not sure how this would work. You still have, you still install that yeah. thing, whereas yeah. this you're not installing mm-hmm. anything. So that could be a big deal. That could be your next business. But who knows? I won't get to see it for many, many years. Do you think you'll get to America and Matt won't show you? Matt will just go, Luke doesn't get a go. I could probably just go to a hotel in another country once they release it and play it because a hotel on the internet is better than Australia. Oh, you're very down on Australia this week. I'm just, I'm not more upset with Matt. He's, he could get gigabit. He could download a game in minutes, but he gets the lower one. You could download a game in minutes, just lots of them. Just, they'd be really small games. Yeah. Again. I know, I want to download like Fallout in like 30 minutes instead of like five hours. Why? Well, if, when I buy a game, I want to play it right now, not have to wait and, oh, I'll come back later. But and then by the time a game installs, I'm ready for like bed. That's like Christmas morning, because you start installing it late at night, and then the next day, it's ready to go. Yeah, but that, there are times where I buy a game when I'm at work and I hope it's going to install at home and I go, yep, I'm going to get home. I'm going to turn my Xbox on and play and I get home and my Xbox pops up and it goes, installation stopped and I'm out of space or something. And I'm, no. Okay, that's on you. Well, I, I assume I have space. I never have space. <laughs> I need more hard drives. All the hard drives. Listeners, if you'd like to donate, please contact... Save file at multiplenogasm.com.